0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, to a new edition of Three Live Canes. As always, I'm Chris. So in the box there, that, that's Bill. That's Bill. Um, Bill's he had winner up there before because he correctly predicted something. I, I haven't seen bagging up jump into the comments yet, but I imagine it will be at some point soon. Uh, Steve O right now is still working uh, out with some young guys at the at the at the field. Um, so he's going to jump in and out when he can. But uh, I don't think anyone was uh, looking forward to this one. At least not unless you're named Bill or Baggin' Up bagging up Four because uh, they were a little bit more right than we were last week. Um, it's going to be an abbreviated edition of the show today. We're going to go through some big points, uh, talk about how scary Clemson is, and, and you'll get out of here a little bit early. Some of with or relative things to do uh, tonight. But, yeah, we're here. We're here to talk about Miami Hurricanes football, as always. Um, so, Bill, before we get to the fun stuff.
1: Uh, the second week in a row, I am not big vibing. I am not big chilling. Um, I take no pleasure in being correct all the time about these predictions. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, while it looks great, um, you know, on the inside it kills me to you know, predict against you know, the team that you know I live and die by. So, uh, another week, and then we're on to another big game.
0: There's, there you are there you are and that, that's the sucky part right like last week it was back and forth and like, we know it comes from like we're, we joke about backing up being negative and bill being negative and all that but we know where it comes from it comes from the same place that ellis stuff comes from it's like you know it can't possibly be this bad like like I so in my mind I'm like there's no way Steve you know he's mr positive guy mr like Ra like no we're gonna pull this thing out so he's gonna be he's gonna bring that side of it and then, But at the same time, the negativity is there because, you know, it's not there yet. And you just like, no, it's not where it should be. And, you know, you want to be positive, but you also have to be realistic about it. And then, yeah, like, well, what do we know? And like, I, I always say that with my son. Like, he'll say like, oh, yeah, I blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, what is it? Do you think it or do you know it? Do you think it or do you know it? I know it. Well, if you know it, then it's absolutely true. Well, then that means you think it. And we can think things all day long, but ultimately like at the end of the day, like, yeah, we, it's, we know they're not where they are. They know we're we're not where they, we would hope they are. They should be, I should say. So um, yeah, not ideal. We're going to go through all of it, go through the game, talk about it. 10 plus years of (laughs) buttery. Yeah. it's, It's been a while, but we'll hit up the, the intro we'll we'll talk about this game and then switch over to Clemson and you know, hopefully I have much better to talk about next week, but it is what it is. We do our jobs, we do what we gotta do. Anyway, this intro. This is for the National Championship for Nebraska.
1: He's a stud. That brown,
0: number 98. Urban's got it. Urban's free. Looks to
2: the outside, tries
0: to stiff arm, but he couldn't get by Ray Lewis. Big time players. Step up in big game. Heard, dog. No action is from Moran. Hand up. And get up to the races. That's what they needed. That's Ricks. Going up for but it's intercepted near midfield. Sean Taylor's got another one. Who else? All right. Well, first tell me, thank you, as always, my friend. Uh, hit the like button with you. We appreciate you being part of this thing. Losses don't deter, Birdstone keeps working at it. We appreciate you for it. there overdose 101. It's not negative. It's being real. Eight and four predictions in spring ball. Um, and you know, that's funny about the predictions. <laughs> it's funny about the predictions because, like, we're, like, right on track for that. Four and two, right on track for it. Yet, with how the last two games have gone, like, four and two could feel a lot of different ways and four and two right now feels like it. garbage. It feels terrible.
1: It's uh, terrible. That that stems from the, the Georgia tech loss. Um, not, not just the loss, the manner in which we lost. Um, Cause if, you know, think about it, if we held on, and we actually took the knee, we beat Georgia tech. We, you know, the same thing happens against North Carolina. I think it's a lot less, you know, the sky is falling type right. chatter. Um you not that we necessarily impact anything team related, you know, we, I mean, you know, all the fans, you know, chatter, Twitter, all that good stuff. You know, North Carolina's good football team. You know, they have an elite quarterback. They have an elite wide receiver that, you know, just came back and, you know, he burned us a couple times. So it's, it's not just the North Carolina game, but a pattern has emerged, right? We, you know, had some, you know, colossal blunders against Georgia Tech you know we made plenty of mistakes against North Carolina um, so now it now it feels same old same old So
0: no, on that note we secured Clemson under 58 yeah that's, it's, that's about right um, back it up like reference. but yeah that's what it was like they had I mean we saw Tez Walker and did, did I mean did he eviscerate us at times? He hurt us really, really bad. I don't think he slaughtered us. I don't think it was like, oh, my God, this guy is just too good. We can't stop him. You know, which, you know, it's funny to say six catches, 132 yards, three touchdowns. It's like I don't think he destroyed us. I think he got open a couple times on. on So just one, I mean, a couple of the coverages, the guy was right there but Tez Walker, was just like just bigger, stronger, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, it is what it is. But he obviously he made the plays he needed to play. Drake may put the ball in a lot of cases where he needed to put the ball. Drake may was not, was not his best self even. And we still had, a, and still did made the throws he needed to make. And that was the key. I think we didn't have the big plays being made at times where we really needed them consistently. We had a couple of them, but not consistently. And then a few of that it seemed like it was when it was going our way, things started to kind of shift in the other direction. I know we talked about Georgia tech. There was a, a like there was moments there where we we're like, well, obviously we're not losing this game like whatever like we like we had it and then we didn't but in this game there was a there was a few of those where and I don't think it's an awesome team UNC but obviously they had some things that we couldn't handle like Omarion Hampton um I was looking at his stats for the season and he had a crazy game against App State to start the year but then it was like 14 for 60 15 for 72 16 for like 45 like it was like those games like back to back to back and then us, it was twenty four for one ninety seven. It's just oh, oh come on, come yeah. on. Yeah, the, but,
1: the, the wheels really fell off in the uh, in the second half. Um, you know and, and UNC did did their part to you know try and give us that game early. They had like an insane amount of penalties. Um, I know it was double digits. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, Team stats, um, but. You know what really grinds my grief? What? When videos play automatically in the window. Yeah, it's devastating. I just had music blast and so I had to exit out. But either way, um, yeah, I, I think North Carolina. You know, there were some questionable calls that you know went in our favor for once. Nice change of pace there, um, but you know we didn't take advantage. You know, just a you know some some bad bounces. Um, yeah, I, I made a post on the board. Um, you know, this team is flawed, you know, bad coaching, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, think back, um, you know, first drive, right? We, we pressure May, he throws it up. Um, Daryl Porter's waiting there. He's going to catch it like a punt, probably run it back. Um, James Williams goes flying in to make a play. Don't blame him for that. Ends up tipping it away. Ruben's, Ruben Bain obliterates Drake May in the end zone. If he holds on to that ball to safety, he fumbles. 99 times out of 100, someone just jumps on it for a safety or we jump on it for a touchdown. Right. No, someone picks it up and runs it out. Um, you know, uh, Tyler Van Dyke, bad, low snap, you know, just can't fall on it, ends up bouncing around, goes goes to North Carolina. So, yeah. you know, so some really bad bounces, but, um, you know, that's what happens, you know, when you don't execute in other areas of, of, of the game. You know, TVD, bad interception um, again. Um, but even during last week during the predictions when I get mocked mercilessly from from the crowd here, um, now I, I said this team has flaws that haven't been exposed yet and I didn't really elaborate on it. Um, one of those flaws I was referring to is a secondary. Um, you know, I saw it a little bit against Georgia Tech and a little bit like during um, the first four games um, but you know it's not necessarily talent it, it's just you know something's off the communication's off. Yeah, You know, you, you have a third, I think it was like third and 18 or third and goal from the 18, they scored a touchdown, third and 20, you know, big pa- pass play for a touchdown. Um, and then the other kind of, I don't I call it a flaw, not a flaw, but I think the, the offensive line was, I think it's a, it's above average offensive line to a maybe possibly good offensive line. But you know, you think about the three power five teams that we played A&M, which by the way, that loss or that win isn't as doesn't look as good as it does now because they suck um so texas and georgia tech um north carolina you know we we didn't push any of those teams around um you yeah. know pass protection is pretty good but you know the run game we didn't really you know insert our our you know insert our will um you know against any of those teams and i, I think that's a little you know conserving um but they, they have taken a big jump you know they're not a liability but i think you know those games against the cupcakes in the beginning of the year kind of shifted expectations to a point where I, it's going to be hard for them to, to to meet that right it's not in the late offensive line i don't think it's a you know top 10 offensive line but you know at some point you have to be able to just you know dominate the man in front of you and we haven't done that you know the yeah. last couple of weeks especially when you have a quarterback that is i don't know what happened during that bye week but um, you know, it's just throwing bad interceptions, um, you know, making poor decisions, locking on to one receiver. Um, so you, you can't rely on that run game. Eventually that quarterback is going to make the mistakes. And I think teams are realizing that and they're kind of playing that then, but don't break Wait for, you know, wait for us to make a mistake and more often than not we are.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. And a couple of good, good points here from the chat. I just wanted to go back to, um, uh, Mr. Overdose when I was at UNC saw that D line was gassed and ran, um, He ran it against us. They ran it pretty hard against us there in the middle. And yeah, like the team, team for likes to rotate and get guys in and out, it didn't seem like we had that juice on the defensive line. And, you know, with, with certain guys in, certain guys out, like we're still, even though we have talented players and we have some depth there, I think we're still like begging certain guys to be playmakers. And like Ruben Bain is obviously a playmaker, but there's, there's a real lack of guys who can, step up and be different. We don't have guys that are different just yet, or at least playing at that level. And I don't care who's talked about as a big-time draft prospect and this and that. We don't have guys that are real difference makers outside of, like, a Bane. You know, and then when Mesidor's healthy, a Mesidor can be that guy. But, I mean, it's disappointing because we have, we're we supposed to have guys there. But we're just – if Bain doesn't come, go crazy make a play, then it's just like, all right, I guess we're just going to – hold the line here and hope for the best.
1: <laughs> this team has a lot of jags on it. Um, you know, just another guy, right? Guys that are out there, you know, they, they're they talented. Um, but, you know, are they You know, upper echelon in, in college football? No. Um, you know, when Bane's out there, you know he's out there. You you can't say the same about Leonard Taylor this year. Um, I think we can kind of kiss that first-round projection goodbye um, at this point. But, you know, all offseason, season Yeah, I was was the beef guy, right? Like, where's the beef? You know, at some point we're going to run into a team that's going to run it down our throats. And, you know, it took them them a little while. Um, But once UNC got going, you know, they did. Um, You know, we have to address that defensive tackle position. You know, recruiting's not going well in that department. So, you know, we're really going to need to you know hit the portal and hit the portal for guys that, you know, bring some weight, you know, bring some run-stuffing ability. I understand what Gideon's team is, you know, penetrate, you know, disrupt, but, you know, at some point you have to, you know, be able to, you know, hold the line or may handle the guy in front of you when, you know, teams want to get downhill on you. larger State's going to Do that too. They got a a big physical running back, Trey Benson. You know, Clemson's probably going to take their shots with Chipley. So that's something we need to get better at. And you know, another another round of portal recruiting. You know, needs to upgrade that upgrade position.
0: Uh, Jay Miller saying we didn't get our version of Jared Verse. You know, it's funny. Like we were in on it, and Jermaine Johnson. We didn't get Jermaine Johnson. Went to Florida State, was a beast. We were in on Jared Verse. We didn't get Jared Verse. Went to Florida State, and is a beast. <laughs> you know, like, and we, yeah, you could say we got Jalen Phillips. Yeah, that's a long time ago now. <laughs> that's a long time ago now, that we missed out on some of these big ticket guys.
1: Bing Bing will be our version, just probably not this year even though he's already he's probably our best offensive
0: lineman right now we're playing the
1: best i should say Um, for sure i think the edge group is probably the most disappointing um i know we dropped them in coverage a lot i saw jafari harvey you know running 15 20 yards outfield um i think with with a receiver possibly tight end um but we just we don't have a lot of juice up front it's just you know very very you know average
0: Very average guys. A lot and a lot of average guys and it makes you think that this'll work because we have dudes, but it's like not dudes that can do what they're supposed to. And the Leonard Taylor thing, it's that's gonna haunt us. Like I mean, how many not I'm not saying he's a bust. I'm not saying he can't play. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that like when you get a guy of that caliber, you like say, Well, he's gonna be he's going to be something, right? I mean it happened with Marcus Forston. Like the caliber was off the charts and we talked about what it's going to be. And it didn't, it didn't click. It's happened to us a lot, that position where you get the big five-star guy and it doesn't click for whatever reason. And in other schools, it clicks and then it's like, Oh, all right. That's what it's supposed to be like, (laughs) you know, like, like not that we ever had a shot at a bear Alexander really, but like you can see a guy like that and you're like, Oh, or a Mason Smith at LSU. And then you see it and you're like, Oh, (laughs) like that's the way it's supposed to look, you know, back to like,
1: you know, even you know, like a Gerald Willis, right? when when he was playing, you knew that, right? You saw that number nine.
0: Every, you know, back
1: everywhere. 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 But, you know, we don't have that guy. Um, I didn't mean, I, I forget Leonard Taylor exists sometimes. Um, you know, now that that might sound harsh, but you watch the game and, you know, nothing's really going on in the middle. Um, you know, you notice Bain. Um, but, you know, that, that's about it. Um, yeah. It's just you know, unfortunate we didn't address that position. Um, you know, we were talking about Tess Walker before. You know, what What a what a difference a, a wide receiver can do to an offense. You know, you know, I know he's only been back two weeks. He, this was his first kind of real game where he was getting first team reps the whole week. You saw what he did. You saw a Keon Coleman's doing at FSU. Um, you know, and we sat on our hands because we didn't, you know, make an offensive coordinator change until late, which, you yeah, know, right. I still think about that sometimes.
0: How um, could you not? How could you not, right? Yeah, How but, could you not think about it? And like that was something that popped up before. With and I want to go back way back to this one. Muhammad Hussein said, "Chris and Bill, all jokes aside, do you think this team has lost faith in the coaching staff? Do you think the team quit on Mario? Do I think they quit? No, they did not quit on Mario. Nobody quit on Mario. That that's it's. And as much as some fans are, are gonna yell and scream that on the Twitter, uh, it's not it's not that. Do I think that these people are human?" And there's like little things kind of creeping up in their minds at times when decisions are made and they're like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> I mean, these are, these are 18 to 22 year old young men, right? Like that, that's natural. It happens to adult, like people that are like way older than them. Like little things creep into their mind and they're like, what the hell? Do so you guys go to work and you, and you go to work and you have a boss and like the boss makes a lot of good decisions. And every once in a while they make a decision that makes you say, yeah. And a lot of uh, like other stuff starts to click in in their head um there's a I don't feel like you' like read any kind of philosophy there's there's that but a, a whole lifetime is spent building trust, and one day is is enough space to know that someone baby shouldn't be trustworthy anymore and that's all it takes sometimes for people like there just gets to you right so I, I do I think there's frustration how could there not be how could there not be and yeah, like back it up like yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's frustrating.
1: like I, I, I'm not gonna speak for Chris, but I'll speak for Chris too. Like, and I'm the most negative, even though I consider myself a realist. Um, you know, I'm not saying fire this person or you know even even the seats hot. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I get what this program has been for you know, however many years. I understand that you know it, it's gonna take some time, but it is frustrating because a lot of these things we're seeing, it's, it's shooting yourself in the foot. It's not, Hey, you know, they have, so like North Carolina is not that much better than we are. I think they are a better team. Yes. I think a lot of that has to do with Drake May and Tess Walker Um, and but they also have better coaching. Our our coaching staff is undisciplined and that reflects in our team. Um, You know, we're 117th in penalties per game. I think we're like 103rd or fourth in turnovers, um, you know, in, in the country but, you know, you have Mario, who made the biggest, one of the biggest blunders in coaching history last week. You have Lance Gidry running on the field, getting a personal foul, trying to call timeout. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the players have to be frustrated. I'm, you know, but at, at the end of the day, right, scheme matters. We know that. But there has to be a culture of leadership at the top um, that, that trickles down. And, you know, when, when, the, when the top isn't right or there's some issues at the top, that that's going to make its way down and you know we, we see that um but again it, this is also a, a jimmy's and joe's sport so long as you have a decent scheme and decent coaching you're going to win a lot of games if you can get elite talent um you know so we're, we're actually yeah we're halfway through this year um yeah yeah you know, we, we have to finish strong and um you know, keep this recruiting class together. I don't know if we're going to add any more big fish, uh, you know, whales, um, you know, with kind of a disappointing start, but, you know, you can easily turn this around. You have, uh, you know, some games that are winnable. Clemson's winnable. I believe Florida State's winnable. Um, You know, Louisville's probably be ranked. Um, You know, you have have opportunities to to turn this around, and it's possible. Um, But, yeah, it, it, there, there's just a lot of issues. And I think some of those are fatal issues, you know, talking about, you know, mistakes at quarterback play, you know, coaching going to come back to bite us this year at some point. Um, and, you know, just you know, average talent in, in, a, in a lot of areas. So buckle up, might, it might get a little rougher.
0: And, you know, it's funny, like the, the Jimmy's and Joe's aspect of it, you know, it's it's all like, not only is it like how talented are those guys, but where are those guys coming from? like what what kind of discipline do they have when they walk in the door? What are they after coming in here and like trying to do with like like the whole mercenary angle of it? Like if you're Georgia or you're Alabama, or you're one of these super high-end places, like and like that's what they are now in comparison, especially with comparison to us. If you're one of these high-end places or even Florida State, like now Florida State can bring in a guy and sell them on, you will play. you will be coached well. And you have a shot at maybe competing for a national championship, right? That's where you could sell. So you, you'll play at a high level. You'll play in big-profile games, and you could probably get drafted high. Look at what we did with Jermaine Johnson. Look what we're doing with Keon Coleman. Look what we're doing with this dude and that dude. Um, what do we sell? What do we sell to those guys? And if we can't sell to the high-level guys, who are we getting? You know, We're getting guys that are talented players, but how connected are they to this whole thing? It's like – Where's the, where's our leadership at the top? We have some guys that are like, we have a cam and like everybody loves cam and every, and since the beginning cam has asserted himself as a leader, which is awesome, right? He's a third year guy and you expect him to be a leader. We have other third year guys that have to be, have to be leaders, right? 18 steps a game is not, is not the guy you're going to look to and say like, you're our dude, right? And when you have the super elite recruits, not being those guys, then it's a question of like, well, why not? you were supposed to be. What happened to you? Like, why is this happening? To you? Like, why? It, there's just things aren't clicking in a way that they should. And I know that it's the aspect of where well, we are. We re- rebuilding here, right? We're not. It's it's not rebuilding anymore in college football, right? That that day is over. Like, you don't rebuild in the same way you used to rebuild, where you'd recruit a good, re- get a good recruiting class, because in the old days. You'd have old guys and the old thing, and then they'd leave. And when those guys left, you would play the young guys. And after a year, two years, the young guys would get opportunities to play. And then they'd start getting better. And by the time those guys were juniors and seniors, you're like, now it's all my guys, and we're going to go take this thing over because they've been in the system for four years. But that's not the way it goes anymore. Like, how many young, young guys are getting a ton of playing time for us? Like, Bane is, yeah, but Bain was always going to Bain, But then we have, start. We, have trans, we have Cloyd at linebacker getting a lot of time Kiko obviously gets a lot of time Not to say they're bad players, but it's just They're not young guys getting opportunities Those guys are going to be gone within a year Right? And then we have I mean, Wes Now he's kind of, he's getting playing time But it's not like he's getting as much playing time As we were like, oh yeah, Wes deserves to be in there Constantly, right? Mm-hmm. Our young corners, we talked about maybe um, like both Brown brothers starting it for a little bit there. And, you know, now we're not really seeing that as much, right? We're seeing other guys get opportunities there. So not not so much there. And then we look at the offense. Yeah, the offensive line is young guys. But then some of those young wide receivers, it's like when Ray Ray gets on the field, we're like, oh, he's he's, a, he's alive, right? Mark Fletcher's time like dwindles a bit. It's time, you know, it's like, are we playing the young guy? Are we like, what are we? What are we building towards? Are we building what we should be building? Like, is it is it ninety nine two thousand, where in ninety nine and two thousand we're starting to see some of those young guys get opportunities? So when we got two thousand one, like we right yeah. ninety eight it was all like the like like coming off of the, and I don't go way back in time, but ninety eight we're coming off of the um, restrictions and all that, and like you had to play young guys that stuck around. And by the time we got to 2,000, those young guys were Santana Moss, Reggie Wayne, and and so on, right? So when we had oh one, one we f- flew.
1: It's, I mean, it's, it's a different era. You, know, you have a guy like Wes, um, you know, back then would probably be starting, you know, as a sophomore. But you can go out in the portal and you can get a guy that's maybe marginally above him or better than him, you know, due to experience. Um, so, you know, what do you do if you're a coach? Um, you know, there's you know plenty of – you know philosophies and you know we're still very young in this portal era you you know florida state's all in on the portal right you know i don't even know if any of their recruits even play um but then you know if you you can recruit at a high level like a georgia or you know alabama and then you can kind of just cherry pick you out of the portal when you do miss um you know we're going to see what it is but um yeah i'm curious to see one obviously how the season ends but you know what happens with some of those portal? like does a cam, you know, go pro. Um, yeah, I I've seen a lot of first round projections with him. I don't I don't think he'll he'll get there. Um I think there's a lot of you know issues on the back end sometimes um with him giving up some big plays. But you know, does does an LT just say screw it and go, even though he needs to come back and you know get in shape and all that. Um you know who portals out. But, you know, there, I think we just you just have to you know, finish the season strong, steal one, you know, against Clemson or Florida State, you know, run the table, finish nine and three. That, that's a good season. Uh, you know, it's not the 12-0 and 0 that a lot of you predicted, but that's exactly where, you know, I, I had them. And a lot of fans were in that, you know, eight and four, nine and three, you know, some 10 and twos. Um, but, you know, you get to nine wins, you're ranked, you're playing in a, a decent bowl game but at least you have some momentum coming back next year where, you know, year three, that's, you know, I think that's the year where at least I start, you know, truly judging. You know, I don't forget these red flags that have popped up, you know, the first couple of years here in this era. But, you know, year three is, you know, that's your team, especially in the portal area where you can, you know, replace and replace and, you know, bring your guys in. So.
0: Yeah. That's, that's the funny thing, right? It's supposed to be your team year three, but, you know, so many guys, you're bringing in are like not really your guys, or so that's that's the weird part. Like, it's not like all of your freshmen or juniors now, it's, it's a little bit different because a lot of those guys weren't getting any playing time, so they're redshirt sophomores who maybe saw the field for like 20 snaps a game the year before. So, uh, because of those older guys, they get opportunities. And you know, I see some of that like the conversations going on. I think it has to be a willingness of Mario and the rest of the staff to. You know, like let these guys make plays. Like let find ways of getting playmakers in space on offense. Figure out what's going on with the secondary, and and then like if it's a communication issue, let let's figure it out. Let's solve it. Because I've seen Cam at times this year play a level above where he was last year. And last year he was an All American. Last year he got a banner up in the, the practice facility. And I've seen him be better than last year. There's also been times where you look around at, at, at the defense and you're saying, well, how could this have possibly happened? How is this guy running free? It doesn't make any sense. Like, it's, 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 a, it's a fundamental error that's somewhere in that defense. And whether it's Cam's fault, this guy's fault, that guy's fault. I, I know, I know the, the, obviously, the big miss in the Georgia Tech game, um, as much as people were to throw him under the bus there, it was, you know, I, I think Cam, in a lot of ways, is trying to make up for people trying to make plays and see what he could do. Uh, Steve-O is, uh, was still, you know, steve does a lot of training. So Steve-O is still out there training. Um, when the show came out, he, he popped up before, before we started, but he, he's right in the middle of it. So he's trying to produce young players that want to be hurricanes in the future. So he's doing God's work out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to, because <laughs> you have a problem with steve <laughs> All right, we'll pass the message along. Like, you're like, oh man, I miss steve Um, I don't know, I don't know, but there's there, there's a lot of those things, and, and it's funny about next year too. Like third year, third year we're gonna have an unknown at quarterback. Like, what is the quarterback we're gonna get? If if TVD kept going in the way that he was going leading up to the bye week, I would have said we'd have, we'd have been one of the schools to have our pick of all the guys entering the portal. Like we're gonna, because obviously Bama has is gonna have probably some level of an opening there, unless Milro really continues to to grow into the role like who knows about somebody like lsu probably will have an opening there Jaden daniels maybe going to the nfl and this and that and there's going to be some spot uh, jj mccarthy probably goes so michigan maybe but like i thought we would have a pretty good chance of getting a guy and then now it's like right, what do we do
1: <laughs> and on top of that you know what you know receiver wise right you know it, it's easy you know, like for North Carolina, go get a Tesla or say, "Hey, we got Evan Drake May coming back for one more year." Um, you know, that's shooting fish in a barrel. But you know, what do, what are you selling? Hey, come throw to you know this group of receivers. Um, you know, who is who? Have, they they looked good in, in spurts, um, but once you know the competition, you know got got a little tougher. You know, it hasn't exactly you know look you know look that great. But, you know, I, I think Shannon will at least be able to bring in a, a productive quarterback um, to compete with Emory. Will we get that dude out of the portal, like, you know, the number one guy, whoever that may be? Um, I think that'll be a tough sell because, you know, other programs are in better shape, you know, better players. Um, and if you're only in for you know one year, you know, you have to make that choice that's best for you.
0: Yeah. Make a make a pick for them. Make a pick for winning an addy. Make a pick for making money. Hey, how you doing? Make a pick for um, you know draft position. Make a pick for so you're not going to go somewhere where it might not click the way you needed to click. And um, like the Keon Coleman thing, I go back to that with the late decision on the coordinator. Everybody was on the same page. Everybody was saying the same thing. For how long? were we saying the same exact thing? Like we have to do this thing. Everybody knew the way it was going to go. And it, it was like, um, I mean, with the first one we hired Gaddis, it took forever. And then the next year it went even longer. And everybody was saying the same things both times. Like we're not going to be able to get people. If we act do it a certain way, then you trust, you trust in it, trust the process and if the process doesn't produce results. And it's like, well, <laughs> well, why why did we do that you know i know hindsight is is 2020 20, right but there were some people like foresight in that thing <laughs> and be like here's what i don't here's what i'm afraid of and like <laughs> no,
1: this guy yeah um, that 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 actually might be one of my biggest issues so far in the Mary area was that whole transition cuz we needed help on offense um, and you, you essentially set out that first um, that first portal window so um now that we have an OC, you know, I would you know, start back-channeling now, figure it out. Um, but you have to, have to, have to go get a number one type wide receiver and, and a, and a big-time to tackle at least one. You're, you're going to need probably two or 3 D de-tackles in total from the portal. But you know, at least one guy that is an all-conference level player. And they're out there. Um, we, we just missed on them. You know this go around i know um what's his name i was like kiwi rose yeah you know, i think he's having a pretty good year at arkansas um you know he was the guy we were in at but you know we bring in those types you know i think brandon dean was a solid pickup um uh, but tom scores had his moments but again it's just not can't see my hand because the stupid virtual background but it's not up there <laughs>
0: um a couple of things uh <laughs> backing up uh coleman's just a good receiver coleman is is an elite receiver. He's an elite receiver. He's the kind of guy that, you know, if we got him, he, I mean, no offense to Restrepo, but Restrepo does his job. Restrepo makes plays. Restrepo does great work. Uh, he, I think he is the kind of guy that you lead dog. Like, I mean, like Tez Walker, he's lead dog type receiver. And you can always use those.
1: The, the way I look at it, if you were a defensive coordinator, would, you know, a Keon Coleman keep you up the night before a game? Yeah. And he has, Jordan Travis belonged to him. Who's you know developed as a passer, but he's still not. He's nothing great as a passer. He's a good college quarterback. Um, yeah. You know, does it does a Tes Walker keep you up at night? Absolutely. Now you know now that you've seen him. Um, but you know, does does a Restrepo, does a Kobe Young, does a Jacoby George? No, and that doesn't mean that they're not you know not good players or you know they can't be productive. But um, you know Coleman. Uh, you know, Tess Walker, guys like that, those are NFL dudes. Yeah. Um, and, that's, and those are the guys we want to start getting.
0: Right. And, like, I'm not saying he's of that level of, like, the Marvin Harrison Juniors, like, of the world. Like, those guys are just, like, unique. Those are unicorns, right? And, like, there's been a lot of unicorns recently. Well, yeah, there's a lot of kids book with unicorns in them. But, like, those guys are of a different level. But, I mean, Coleman is as good as – I mean, as good as any Miami receiver that we've had since Andre, right? Like, Amon Richards was on a trajectory towards being that guy, right? Like, peak Amon Richards.
1: I, mean, I think he's a little more uh, physically gifted than, like, a Leonard Hankerson.
0: Yeah, I people would take Coleman, what he's doing now, over a Hank, as much as I love the guy, but, you know. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's pretty darn good. It's pretty darn good. Um, and then bleed uh, at Miami sports, which, you know, was implied by backing up earlier as well. Do you think Mario started forcing the OC to do what he wants done? I don't think it's, it's so much as that, like where he's saying, run this, run this, run this. No,
1: I think it's more, yeah, I think the offense looks different because all of a sudden you have a, you have limitations at quarterback. There was no limitations, um, you know, against A&M and, uh, Temple, Bethune, whoever, that, who, uh, who else? Miami of Ohio, um, but so something, something went wrong. I don't know. if Georgia Tech unlocked, you know, the keys to figuring it out. Um, but I think it's just, it's just there's just limitations there, and that that's hurting He's his good. offense as a whole.
0: He's good, Birdstone man. He's really, really good. I, I hope he doesn't come if he if we go up there and he drops. Yeah, we didn't see what Ahmad was going to become. Like we just like, you know what he was. So we can just go by what we saw. Right. I'm uh, on what he was going to become probably would have been up to that, like crazy elite level. Um, but, but like, I mean, if he comes, if we go up there and he puts up, you know, eight or nine for like 187 and two touchdowns, three touchdowns, like, you go, okay. It's like that. Right. So but we'll see. But yeah, I think like limitations of quarterback, that's a big thing. And it's, it's something that, that Shannon would have seen, like would have known exactly what was going on probably earlier because he's – I mean, he, he had this really successful offense with Clayton Toon, right? And he had Clayton Toon up there, just like you know down there in Houston, just like running whatever he wanted to run and throwing the ball all around. And is Clayton Toon a dominant force of nature? No, but he was like, I know I can trust this guy to do what he has to do. Maybe he saw something in TVD as, as, as the year went on. Where something wasn't clicking, and then now it's like, are, do I call these plays anyway? If, I mean, I don't know what it is with him. I, I have no idea what it is because at this point, it's not. A, I don't think it's an injury thing. I don't think it's a physical thing. And I, I'm a Jets fan. I've seen a lot of mental issues with quarterbacks, <laughs> and it feels like he's just not seeing the field the way that he has seen it in the past, or not trusting, like with things, like I don't know. Yeah.
1: And I think kind of what magnifies it is just when and how the interceptions are happening. Um, You know, um, you know, think back to, you know, Georgia Tech, you know, which was a disaster of a game, but, you know, against North Carolina, you know, it happens, but that that was our first drive, right? In the second half, I think. Um, Yeah. You know, right. You know, field position, then all of a sudden there goes our lead just like that. Um, But, yeah, I know. He, I know there was an issue with his hand, but yeah, I don't think it's bad decisions. It's not physical. It's not like it's being underthrown and it's getting picked off. or It's being overthrown and getting picked off. It's going, you know, right to the chest of the defender.
0: Yeah, it's not what you want. It's not what you want. But anyway, um, so I mean, that's North Carolina. It's <laughs> the game didn't go like you wanted to go. You don't want to be four and two right now. As much as people might have said. Four and two, I'll take it, right? Because you assume a loss against North Carolina, you assume a loss against somebody else, and you hope for the best knowing you beat a Clemson or an FSU, and then you get to the end of the whole thing. Like an eight and four, fine. Like it's, you know, there's a lot of little pieces of the puzzle there. Um, nine and three, obviously. And even now, I mean, forever you're thrilled about it, but even now. All right, Steve O. Steve O. you hear me?
2: Oh yeah, it was goodie. Oh y'all, yeah. shoot me right in.
0: What's that? You, it's, We don't we don't mess around, Stevo. How you doing?
2: I'm doing good, big chilling, big vibing. Uh, just <laughs> finished uh against my little brother and Marcel in some work. So, I was working in late. and We had a little a little hiccup, so we had a later start
0: time than usual. That's okay, Steve. What happened? So we're, you're guiding the future it's more important than any of this nonsense especially um I don't know if you noticed Steve, but there wasn't really a whole lot of good stuff to talk about so
2: <laughs> I'm happy I missed it
0: yeah it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> the time it wasn't the time for it um but let's real quick I'll we'll flip it around because now let's let's focus on the future which is a good part of it so clemson Steve, clemson get, give us your thoughts cuz we're we're going to get out of here pretty soon but uh give us your thoughts on clemson real quick
2: uh, obviously everybody knows that this is as most vulnerable as Clemson's been in the last decade. You know, so I think it's our turn to take advantage of it. Uh and they're still good in the trenches though. So that's what keeps them in every game. So uh, I'm, I'm heartbroken because my last score I'm not I, I can't do another scoring prediction. But uh <laughs> I, I do like us and I like us in every game. That's my problem. But uh right. I I don't know. Like I feel like I feel like we could really bounce back. The team never really gave up. We'll be back home. I just think it's a winnable game if our defense comes to play, because I, I really don't think their offense is all that. They're like a mediocre offense, to be real. Um, so if our defense comes to play, we'll have a chance, because eventually we're going to score on that defense. They have a good defense. Their defensive line, especially, uh, it has been under Dabo Sweeney. He's been pretty good for a long time. So they, they're still good up front on D-line. So we'll see how the running game goes and how – we make adjustments in the passing game because uh, teams have caught on to, okay, you have all these tight ends that just sit there. We're, we're going to drop back in zone and just look at TBD, and he only has two or three people to throw the ball to, and we have eight people looking at him. Right. Uh, so it's time to, that no one plays as a man because as soon as we play man, you know, he attacks the one-on-one matchup, and it's over. That's why he has the bombs versus Texas a and Even this last game for UNC, the, they went man and then he immediately went to Burchard. Didn't look anywhere else. He knew where he was going with it. So, you know, Vert you know, teams are gonna stop playing man versus us because they know the weapons we have and T V D is able to get that ball out one on one. So they started to play more zone and watch us, so it's time for us to adjust a little bit. Maybe get a tight end up the middle of the field, uh bigger body so he could rebound a little bit for T V D. Fair enough.
0: Um, um, um. So I know you. said so you're not going to give score predictions, which is reasonable because uh, unless your bill or backing up <laughs> I haven't gone super well recently. But um, you, you optimistic. You think this is a game we could win? Or right, with this, let me word it this way: Do you think this is a game that we have to win? Looking at the rest of this season.
2: Um. Yeah. Every game must have to win. I got so pumped up before Georgia Tech where that video came out. Conference play every week is playoff football. That got me. I was so in on that thing, man, and now looking back at it, oh, two, it sucks. But I still believe in it. You <laughs> have to win. We cannot beat zero and three in ACC play. We 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 didn't. If we would have beat Georgia Tech and then lost to UNC and then Clemson, okay, you know, most most people expected us to lose those games anyway. Those were, you know, probably the toughest games of the year. We showed improvement, but you could say hey, we're just not there yet. Right. So, um. But we tossed all that away when we when we lost to Georgia Tech. So right. yeah, it's a must-win game for me. It's a home game. We're going to be out there. You better put on a winning product for us because uh, that's just what we want to see.
0: Right, and a loss to a loss in this game would leave us winless in the ACC. Would it would be us, Virginia, Syracuse, and Wake Forest as winless in the ACC? That's that's not a good group. That's not the club you want to be around. <laughs> Not the club you want to be around for sure. Um. Anyway, Steve. Uh. Back to over to Bill. So thoughts on Clemson?
1: I mean, Steve was right. They're they're vulnerable. Um, I was just looking at um, kind of what they've done so far this year, and it's not impressive. Um. But what you know concerns me most about them, you know specifically, is is their defense. Um. You now they they held Wake to twelve, Syracuse to fourteen. Um. Florida State, 31. That was some, you know, overtime. Um, they had some bad breaks against Duke. Um, so I, I, I do think that it's going to be a, a lower scoring game. Um, but the difference isn't necessarily what Clemson does. It's, you know, how, not a matter of if, but how many times do we shoot ourselves in, the, in our own foots again? You know, if it's multiple, we're going to lose. If you can, you know, come out and play mistake-free ball and, you know, avoid those, you know, crushing penalties or, Fumbles you know, on the half-inch line. You'll know, you, you know, we'll probably beat them. Um, so it, it's a winnable game. It's it's a must-win. If you lose this one, um, yeah, I would say that the season has gone off the tracks. Um, but again, that home. It's a prime-time game. It, it's it's your chance to bounce back. You bounce back. You win this game. Um, I think you have a gimme coming up after them. I think right, Virginia, um,
0: and then you have.
1: Virginia, NC State, and then Florida State, so you know you have you have a chance.
0: And I think a point, an important takeaway from the show is that Bill uses the word foots and not "feet," which I think is telling, very telling for all of us. But anyway, so Steve looks like Steve was about to drive, or <laughs> Steve was currently driving.
1: We need we need a score prediction,
0: Stevo. o score prediction for us. Uh, I'm gonna.
2: I told
0: myself I wasn't gonna do it. We're in it now, oh Come on, just do it.
2: Twenty-eight,
1: <laughs>
0: seventeen, Miami. Ooh. Um. Uh, Bill. Go ahead, Pete. Chat. Throw it in there. We'll pick someone at random. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> I've actually been going back and forth on this the wow. last like day or two. Um, but you know, when when push comes to shove, I I I think we make that mistake and. Mistakes and you know, I think Clemson holds us down in the trenches, and we lose 26 24.
0: 26 24. Clemson, uh, um,
1: come to the dark side.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've lost all of this, I'm continuing to lose. Uh, so I'm gonna go Miami wins uh, 58 to nothing. Screw them, right, Steve
2: O? I mean it's paid. Get our lick back.
0: That's right. That's right. Um last time that- they
2: came here it was that. We gotta we gotta erase that memory from history by whooping that ass.
0: That's right, Steve O. All right, so who do we wanna go with? I'm gonna go Birdstone today. I'm gonna go Birdstone. Our guy Birdstone light body. Plus he picked Miami. So Birdstone, welcome to the big time, my friend. You're on you're on the board, thirty 31- one to 14 um it is official
1: backing up going with
0: a blowout for clemson <laughs> he's just running it up at this point just running it up at this point uh, i look like at this whole show like how negative and concerned we are and i'm like 58 nothing just <laughs> just annihilate them just annihilate them that's right jay that's right sir <laughs> birds those on the bus too good um Anyway, so that'll do it for us. We appreciate you guys jumping in to watch the show. Um, as always, it's a good time. Before we get out of here, Bill, final thoughts for the people?
1: Uh, Go fast because
0: Steve-O's driving. We want to make sure this is <laughs> safe yeah. out there. Yeah,
1: you're, you're worried about steve safety. When I was driving home in a monsoon earlier this year, I was like, oh, screw him. Make sure you get on. <laughs> We're driving through puddles and ponds and lakes. Yeah. Um, but final thoughts, again, it's, just, it's our chance. I, I really hope next Wednesday I can come on and say I'm big chilling too. Um, that is my hope, and I hope that I am wrong. But probably not because I, <laughs> I'm not wrong often with these predictions.
0: Shut up, Bill. Steve-O, final thoughts for the people. Uh, you know, obviously we hurting, we reeling. There's been
2: two games in a row we lose, one at home, one on the way. Uh, the best thing we could do right now is rally and support, and uh, make a home stand, uh, and then come out with an impressive victory. You know, no matter if we win, people are gonna say Clemson fell off. You know, if we lose, they're gonna just say we lost to a bad Clemson team. So we just gotta. I I'd rather, I rather it not be the latter. So go ahead, rally around the kids. You know, that game could have went. That game could easily have been forty, whatever it was, forty-one, twenty-one. How it was looking bleak. At least we, we, we closed the score a little bit to make it a little bit more respectable. Uh, you know, because players didn't stop fighting. We started getting, you know, uh, you know, plays on defense, and we got the big play to Rashad Smith on offense. So we were still fighting, but I mean, uh final thoughts is just, just rally, man. Let's just focus all our energy on winning this game. And if we fall short, we fall short. I just don't even want to put that energy in the air. <laughs>
0: It's very fair, very fair. Thank you, Steve-O. Uh, final thoughts for me. Everybody drives safe out there. Steve-O, you have a wonderful night. You, where are you right now, Steve-O? Just driving around, clearing the air?
2: Uh, nah, I just, I had dropped my little brother off, so I called you after. I mean, I called you, I jumped in after. And then I was getting some nuggets, low key. That's when <laughs> I jumped on. <laughs> and now I'm on the way to the crib.
0: You think when Flo does the flow motions, you think like he has a place to go or you think he just gets in the car and drives around? Like you think he's like, Oh, I gotta pick up my prescription at like the drugstore and he's like, Let me go to CVS real quick. Well, let me hop on to flow motion, or you think he's just driving around?
2: Uh, I don't know. It'd be going for like thirty minutes, I don't think he got a thirty minute route, route route. He probably just driving I'm on the highway going ninety five right now. I'm I'm flying. <laughs>
0: All right, we're gonna get out of We're gonna get out of here then, so Steve. You can focus on the road. We apologize, Steve Anyway, so that'll do it for us. For Chris, for Bill. Uh, I'm Chris. That's Bill. That's Steve We appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll show we'll see you guys again next week on the show. If Steve not here at the start, don't worry. He's fine. Nah, He'll I'm be just, fine.
2: I ain't really going 95. I'm, I'm okay.
0: All right, good that makes me nervous but anyway that'll do it for us thank you guys for tuning and watching the show we'll see you guys next week right here on three live kings this is for the
1: national championship for nebraska he's a stud that brown number 98
0: urban's got it Urban's free. Snips to the outside tries to stiff arm but he couldn't get by ray lewis Big time players. Step up in big Heart
1: talk. Don't ask me
2: for Moran. Hell no. And yeah. Huster up to the races. That's what they needed.
0: That's Ricks. Going up for Corbin. It's intercepted near midfield. Sean Taylor's got another one. Who else?